Every fan knows the right player in the right position can be a game changer. Put LifeLock between your identity and identity thieves to monitor and alert you to threats you could miss. Plus, with a U.S.-based restoration specialist on your team, you won't have to face drained accounts, fraudulent loans, or other losses from identity theft alone. All backed by the LifeLock Million Dollar Protection Package. Change the game on identity theft. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash aware. Recorded live. Well, good evening. This is Agnes. What's on your mind? Well, what's on my mind tonight is it's a new day. It's a new year. It's a new time. January the 3rd, 2015. We are now three days into 2015. And as I've gone around the city, I've listened to people talk, having conversation in grocery stores, uh, at the gas station, or, you know, wherever I may be, uh, where people are talking and reading some of my Facebook pages, uh, looking at some of the things that the people are writing. There's an expectancy in the air. I'm expecting some great things that happened in 2015. I know that a lot of people are talking a lot of negative stuff about a lot of negative things, and there are a lot of negative things that are happening in our world. 2014 was a very hard year for a lot of people. 2014 was an eye-opening year for America, especially when it's concerning African Americans. The tempo or the feeling that the world or the people seem to have in regards to African-American people in general, especially our young men, how they're being killed. And now we're starting to see that police officers are being killed, assassinated, brutally assassinated. I don't agree with that. I don't think that police officers should be killed that way because they're just doing a job. At the end of the day, they have to go home to their families. They're trying to support their families. All police officers are not good. All police officers are not bad. We have good and bad in all things. The way we choose to live our life and the choices that we make is simply up to us. So what's on my mind? I'm interested in helping other people in 2015. I want to know what is going on in my community. I want to know why these things are happening. I want to know why I chose to live on the south side of Phoenix because that's where the majority of the African American people live. But as I've gone into the grocery stores and I've been looking now for some time, I'm seeing some disparities in my community. And I'm concerned about these disparities that's going on in the community, especially with our youth, our young people, our black American children. Um, in this community, our black American children cannot go 
on any street in South Phoenix and go to a movie theater to watch a movie, simply to just go and watch a movie. Our children cannot go on any street in South Phoenix to go skating, no skating rings. Our black children can't go on any street in South Phoenix to a, a shopping mall, no shopping malls in South Phoenix for our children. I had a doctor's appointment a few days ago. I had to go about 45 miles outside of South Phoenix. When I got to the other side of town, lush green trees everywhere, beautiful scenery everywhere, fruit trees, orange, orange trees, grapefruit trees, lemon trees in the area that I was in. And it was, you know, I, I could breathe good because there was a lot of oxygen in the air. Oxygen, which the trees was generating from being in the area. As we came back to South Phoenix, it became came to look desolate. I was on a freeway. I was sitting in the back car, sitting in the back of the car riding, and I started getting depressed as I started coming back to this side of town, even to the point where I felt like I wanted to move out of this side of town because it was such a depressive feeling to me to to have that realization and to see that. So what's on my mind? What's on my mind? In 2015, a lot of things are going to be changing. A lot of transformation is going to happen. I know that because I'm going to make it happen for me. I don't know what you're going to do in 2015, but I'm already starting. In October of 2015, I'm going to have a conference. I will probably have people that are coming from New York, North Carolina, Kentucky, Ohio, California, Texas, Different parts of the country, we're going to be coming together. I'm praying and I'm asking for a direction with this conference because it started out to be one way, but I could see that it's going into another direction, a direction that is going with the flow of the times and the things that's going on. So what's going on? What's on my mind? Um, We're dealing with a lot of hurts, a lot of habits. A lot of hang-ups. Those are some terminologies, some terms that I learned when I was in Celebrate Recovery, so Christian-based program. And talking with people, we're dealing with a lot of people that are hurting in this world. From childhood things that have happened to them, they have never had a resolution to it. Not, they have just kind of forgotten about it or thought that they have forgotten about it, but Things are falling apart in your world, and you're wondering why these things are happening. Did you ever stop to consider or stop and think that maybe the things that are happening in your life is because of internal issues that are unresolved, unresolved internal issues? How do we get past these issues? First thing that you have to do is admit that you have an issue. That's the number one thing. Then you get with a good support group. And in that group, there should be 
safety in that group. You should be able to go into that group. You should be able to express your feelings without being judged. There's a difference from judgment and correction. And so you still should be able to express yourself and your feelings so that the healing can begin and so that transformation can begin in your life. It works. I know that it works because I tried it and it's working for me. There are things inside of me that I didn't even realize that was there all my life, hurts that I was dealing with or thought that I had dealt with, but really when I got down on the deep level, surface, root cause, and realized that this thing was still affecting me, and I didn't know it, my life started changing. I started dealing with those issues and dealing with those problems and, and being real with myself, being real with others around me. I learned, I had to learn how to say no to people that were hurting me. It hurt me to say no, but it hurts the person more by allowing that person to be codependent upon you. When you allow someone to come into your life, someone that comes into your life that's not being productive in your life, that's not being supportive of you or the things that you're doing. And when that person leaves, you feel very negative. You feel very drained. You feel very um, it's just a feeling of empty. You feel empty because that person has really taken all all of your the virtue out of you. That person has taken that from you. And if that person has come, I was speaking with someone today, and they were telling me about an issue that was going on with them and, and someone, and um, I'm not going to mention any names because some of you that may listen to this later on will may know who I'm talking about, but this is not a group situation, so I'm able to talk about it. But this person is very intelligent intellectually, but emotionally not mature because I had to tell that person, in order for you to allow someone to come into your home, to steal from you, to beat on you, to mistreat you and abuse you, to speak disrespectful to you, to dishonor you, to do the things that you say this person is doing to you, I don't blame the person. I blame you because... There has to be some issues with you in regards to your self-concept of who you are as an individual. If you truly love yourself, then you won't hurt yourself. So therefore, if you love yourself, you won't allow others to come in and hurt you physically, emotionally, or to damage you spiritually. So what is it that that's inside of you that's allowing you to have this person, and a person can only do to you what you allow them to do. If a person comes into your home, that person does not show respect to your home, it's your responsibility and your obligation to correct that issue. You don't judge the person, but the actions that the person do, the characteristics of that person is telling you that that person has a 
self-concept, a self-esteem issue, that that person has no respect for themselves. So, therefore, that person does not love themselves. So, therefore, how could that person love you or care about you? Not that they don't, they have not learned, they don't have the skills, they don't know. So, therefore, that person needs to be trained. That person needs to be with the support system that could tell them not only that you have the ability to change, you have the ability to make different decisions, but those decisions that you make, you have to be able to suffer the consequences and deal with the consequences of the choices that you're making. So when we come together helping each other in 2015, I really do have hope. It seems like the world is in despair. It seems like we're spinning out of control. I don't see that. I'm not saying that it's not so. It could be so, but I don't speak that. I don't see that because I know that our words have power. We have the power to change our lives. We have the power with our energy. We have the power with our love to change this world. We could change the world to make it a better place. One person at a time can change this world to make it a better place. Yes, we're in trouble. America, we have gone from a lot of standards in our lives, a lot of moral issues that we're dealing with. We have to change. It's just that simple. We have to become more informed of our community. We have to become more informed of the people that we're dealing with around us. We have to become more informed about our families, our children, our friends, more caring, more concerned. We have to come from behind technology and start coming face-to-face with each other, talking to each other, not so much on, on, on Snapchat. You know, people have gotten away from communicating verbally with each other. We're using all kinds of, and I like technology. I use it quite often. But there's nothing like having a human touch, looking someone in the eye when you're speaking to them, seeing their facial expressions, and exchanging verbal ideas with each other. It's, it's still a beautiful thing. So what's on my mind? There's a lot of things on my mind. I could go on and on and on and talk about many things. But right now, what's really on my mind is the children. We're their hope for their future. America, we live in America. I've never traveled abroad. And at this time in my life, I don't know if I would even want to. 
But I know that we live different from other countries. I do watch uh, different programs, and I, I am aware of, of globally what's going on in the world, uh, things that we're facing. But I'm concerned about our children here in America. We have to give them something different. We need to make change for our children, and change starts within our homes. We need to start spending time with our children. We need to stop being so busy trying to make a career, and our children have suffered because of it. You could never give a child enough love. There's not enough money in the world that could buy the precious moments that that child spent with you, the time that that child is spending with you. They're learning. You're teaching them as when you're with them. So it's our responsibility and our obligation to help these young mothers that are having children at an early, early age. A lot of bad parenting going on, uh, bad parenting, neglect. A lot of these young mothers are overwhelmed because they don't know how to deal with their children. Their children are acting out in ways that we, as older uh, parents, did not have to deal with those behaviors. Uh, these children now, they have no concept of, seem to have no concept of respect. But that's not true. They do. They understand. So it's left up to us to set the standards. It's left up to us to make them live up to those standards. And it's left up to us to be in a home with our children, you know, giving them the quality time that they need, teaching them the things that's going to help them in their lives, how to cook, you know, the basic necessities of life, teaching them about finances, teaching them about global issues, teaching them about ecological issues that's going on in our economy on, on these days and times and how to take care of our economy and how to uh, live sustainable lives, how to eat right, how to help, you know, we have to help our children uh, by mothers, young mothers, giving these children proper nutrition. I can remember as a young girl growing up, my mother would never send us out of, out of the home in the mornings without having a good hearty breakfast. Maybe she didn't realize what she was doing, but I'm grateful to her for that because it's been scientifically proven that when you feed your children properly in the morning time, that helps them in their learning. That helps them academically. They're prone to get higher scores, achievement scores academically if the child has been well-nourished and with healthy foods at an early stage, intervention at an early stage in their life. So when you send your child to school in the morning time, make sure that, you know, put love into their food. Make sure that you're giving them things that's going to help them keep their energy up, not sugary stuff that's going to give them a quick high and then bring them down. They're tired and lethargic in the classroom. They're unable to learn. They start getting hyperactive. Teachers cannot uh, control their behaviors because of the food that you're giving your children. So we have to be cognitive of these things, and we have to learn uh, the proper way and the way we need to feed our children and the proper things that we need to be giving them that's going to help facilitate their healing. 
Now, I do have another program. It's called Serious Wellness, where we talk about health, health, nutrition, and wellness, which is very important. But I'm just speaking on that now because while I have this platform, I'm speaking on different areas, and I'm hitting a lot of different areas because these are things that we're going to be discussing during the year, and I want you to start thinking about these things, asking questions and, and coming together, just speaking with each other, and everyone coming together, having their voice. We all come together because when we work together, it's easier to come about with solutions to problems. I don't want to be a problem, and I don't want to be discussing a problem if I can't have a solution to that problem. So if we have things that are going on in our communities, let's not just talk about it. Let's come up with some solutions solutions to some of these problems. As I was mentioning in South Phoenix area, the things that our children do not have, we can come together and we can give them some of the things that they have. We can create jobs for our children in our communities. We can create activities for our children in our communities where they don't have to go out to other communities. We that live on this side of town, we need to empower our own community, keep the money in our community, and grow our community, and make our community a, a community, a, a pilot program community here, showing people that what we can do, we can come together, we can work together, we can do the things that we need to do in order to facilitate healing in our communities, facilitate healings in our families. We've had so much, and 2014 was a very hard year for a lot of parents. They lost their children through gun violence, black-on-black uh, -black crimes. You know, we've lost our, some of our children through police brutality, you know, being killed, uh, just because the police is making snap decisions, thinking that they're doing their jobs. And so we're, we're facing a lot of social issues. Uh, we're facing a lot of racial issues. We do know that we still live in a patriarchic society, and so the way that society is set up, uh, it's not going to benefit those except for those that are on the top. We do have people that are, are privileged, if you know, and I, I'm not a racist person, but the truth, I see the truth as it is, and I speak truth as it is, and it's not um, wrong for me to be able to express truth. We do live in a society where African Americans are not respected for who we are. We are a human being just like you are. Any person on this earth that's ever been created, we all have been created from the same source. So therefore, anatomically, I have a heart, you have a heart, I have a brain, you have a brain. I have my internal organs, my kidneys, my lungs, my pancreas, my gallbladder. We all have the same internal organs. If you take the skin off the body, the skeletal system is all the same. The outward appearance, we are all different culturally, and I'm so happy for that. It's a wonderful thing. It makes the world a beautiful place to be because we all bring something different to the world. We all bring something to the world that 
makes the world a joyous place to be in, learning from each other. And so, therefore, I don't understand why it's so hard for people to look beyond the color of a person. Look beyond the color and look at the essence of the person because we have some fantastic African-Americans. We have fantastic uh, Indian friends, fantastic European friends, people all over the world, every culture. And in each culture, we also have some very negative and evil people of every race, every culture. Some more prevalent than others, but at the end of the day, it's still the same. We all breathe air. We all have breath. We stop and think about the essence of who we really are. Stop and think about how unique we are individually, how different we are. There are no two people on this earth that have the same voice. Every voice has a slightly different dialect. Every voice has a different tone. Every voice has a different effect on you. I believe that. We all have a voice, and that voice can bring us joy and peace and happiness, but that joy can bring destruction in the world around us. So what's on my mind? I'm talking about some things that we're going to be talking about, but I'm really concerned about community. I'm concerned about youth. I'm concerned about the young people. I'm concerned about the elderly. I'm concerned about the infants. I'm concerned about the human race. I'm concerned about each and every one that I encounter. I want to make a difference. I want to touch lives. I want to be able to say that I came on this earth and I left a good legacy for many behind. I know that I'll be able to do that because that's my passion and that's my goal is to not only learn about myself but also to help you learn about yourself and we can explore this thing together. We can find out internally who we are, externally what we believe and the things that affect us and make us who we are, mold us and shape us into the person that we aspire to be, the person that we are, the essence and the beauty of each and every one of us. And I'm a person that I always try to see the good in everything because I know that there's good in all things. But I do also know I'm very much aware of there's much evil. There's evil in things. There's not. I don't believe there's evil in all things but I do believe there's evil in a lot of things. There's evil people in the world doing evil things, but there are good people in the world doing good things. 
So I want to focus on the good things that's happening, but always being aware of the negative things that's happening and trying to use my voice and my influence and the love that I have and the love that others have, that we come together, we connect together, and we can bind together and come together in love and change this world. This is our world, and we have to, either we're going to destroy it by our own doings, or we're going to pull it together and we're going to come together. I don't know what it's going to take, what tragedies we have to have in our lives, and it's sad that we have to have tragedies to bring us together. Why can't we all awaken to a higher level, to a different dimension, and move higher in our vibrations towards each other? Move higher in our dealings with each other. Move higher in our feelings towards each other. Move higher to a different dimension, to a different level. It's time. It's time. It's 2015. It's time for us to continue to grow. We've been stagnant. We've been stagnant as a race of people. We're not evolving like we should. We're not learning like we should. We're not advancing to the stage or the place to where we need to be in society. It seems as though we're stagnant and we're going backwards instead of going forward. These mistakes have been made before in history, and we know through history what happens when the things that are happening in our world, we know that those cities, those nations, they don't last. They end up having utter destruction. And so we don't want to go into 2015 I don't want to go into 2015 causing any more destruction, any more hurt. I want to uplift. I want to build. I want to work together as one, coming together, many bodies, but coming together for one cause, for one purpose, the cause to bring about change in our communities, change in our homes, change in our own personal lives, change in our own personal selves. We need change. Change is a good thing. And so, as I get ready to go off, and I hope that you that have listened to this, that it has inspired you. I hope that I've said something that will make you get up you may not live in Arizona. I live in Phoenix, Arizona, and so I have to talk about the community that I live in. But whatever state you live in, how can you get involved? If you live in a community that doesn't have the issue that I have addressed, then go to a community in your city. Every city has a issue or some issue dealing with youth, dealing with uh, economic deprivation, dealing with economic revitalization. We definitely need economic revitalization in our communities. And so 
That's why I moved into this community. I used to live in a different community, but I purposely moved back into this community because I wanted to live in a community that I wanted to work in and make a difference in. You don't have to do come be as drastic as I did, but anything that you do is better than doing nothing at all. If you physically can't do some of the things, maybe financially you can support some of the small local uh, grassroots organizations that are coming out, coming about because their heart is really, and these people work very hard to bring about change in our communities and in our societies. We can make it happen. We can do this. I am confident, and I have every, every, every good intention toward you for this new year, 2015. It's going to bring some challenges to us, but these challenges are going to be temporal, temporary. These challenges are going to be transformational to transform us, to get us to a higher level so that we can continue to move forward. A lot of people are making a lot of predictions and saying a lot of things. I'm not going to say that the things that they're saying are not true because I don't have the wisdom and the knowledge and the power to know uh, their source or what they're speaking of, that that source is not speaking to them and telling them that. So I have to say I don't live in fear. I can't live in fear. I have to live for the hope that we will have a better future someday. So as I get ready to leave, I just say thank you for the patience and for the time of listening. I look forward to meeting each and every one of you personally, in person. That may not be possible, but for you that are tuning in and listening on a regular basis, I hope to make friendships with you and to meet with you and to just have a good time discussing and coming together working together, bringing our ideas together, uh, our questions and our answers, and making change in 2015. Let's become, let's make a metamorphosis coming from the moth into a beautiful transformational butterfly. So let's live this life with joy. Let's live this life with peace. Let's live this life with understanding, and let's get a little bit of wisdom to go along with that to help us. Let's get to know our bodies. Let's get to work on our minds. Let's get to work on our spirits. Let's get to work on our, our lives. As we set goals for 2015, uh, this is, like I say, the third day of 2015. A lot of our families didn't make it, but we made it. We miss them, but we move on because we still have a journey to continue. We still have a job to finish. So as we move on to 2015, I'm looking forward to great and fantastic things happening. Happy New Year to you all. May you have a prosperous year. May we work towards the goal of making all those dreams come true. May we have a heart's desire. 
Blessings. Namaste. Every fan knows the right player in the right position can be a game changer. Put LifeLock between your identity and identity thieves to monitor and alert you to threats you could miss. Plus, with a U.S.-based restoration specialist on your team, you won't have to face drained accounts, fraudulent loans, or other losses from identity theft alone. All backed by the LifeLock Million Dollar Protection Package. Change the game on identity theft. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com aware.